This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of Central New York. Your glory here among us, great is our One of the benefits of being stationed in Brooklyn, New York, is that almost everybody celebrates every Jewish holiday. Everybody knows when Rosh Hashanah is coming. Everybody knows when Purim is coming because we have those little apricot things. They're like a little cookie with apricot jam in the middle made by Queen Esther, evidently. And it's like Jewish Halloween and everybody has a great time. Everybody has jelly donuts, usually during Passover. And at some point, everyone celebrates Passover. And my celebrations of Passover have been interesting, to say the least. I've celebrated the Passover on the Upper West Side with a more affluent Jewish family that had the best of everything. They had the Seder plates, they had the cups, they had the linens, they had the right foods, prepared the right ways. Everything was perfect. I've celebrated it with a couple of my friends who have small children. And that was kind of a headache. It transcends all of the Abrahamic religions. A large amount of food and sugar, plus a number of small children, always equals a ginormous mess, and Father Nick not, can't wait to get to his car to head home. Perhaps the most interesting Passover I ever celebrated was in a bus. And it was a school bus, a vintage school bus from the 1960s that had been converted into a bar, lounge, and hangout area that was parked across the street from our church in Brooklyn. And let me tell you, that will bear no resemblance to the Passover on the Upper West Side. There were no sterling silver cups. In fact, there were all Dixie cups. There was an assortment of foods that were not kosher in any way, shape, or form, But yet, we still gathered to recall the Passover. And wherever I have ever been, where I've had the privilege to celebrate it, it always begins the same way, as it has for thousands of years. Why is this night different than every other night? And that question is traditionally asked by the youngest person in the room. Whoever's gathered around the table, the youngest one begins the entire celebration by asking, why is this night different than every other night? I think for us as Christians, that is probably the most appropriate and apropos question for us to ask ourselves this evening. Why is this night different than any other night? Tonight, as we gather with the church throughout the world, 
figuratively, symbolically, and thanks to Facebook and the Internet, quite literally, we gather with our brothers and sisters all over the world to celebrate that resurrection moment that happened slightly before dawn. Tonight, we hear throughout all of our readings how our God has been with us throughout all of time and existence. From that very beginning, when everything was created and declared good, through all of the trials and tribulations of our Hebrew ancestors, up to and including the events around the resurrection itself, we recognize and celebrate that our God has never left us. Though time and time again we have broken that covenant, he has never turned away from us. That is what we celebrate this evening. It's that reality, not only that our God is risen from the dead, but the hope that that instills in each one of us. What we celebrate and what we do this evening affects every other day of the calendar year. Because without tonight, it has no meaning. Without this night, without what we're celebrating tonight, nothing has meaning. None of our churches, none of our buildings, none of our devotions, not even the Pope Mobile. Without tonight, even the Pope Mobile means nothing because the whole message of Christianity is then a lie. But it's not. That's why this night is different than every other night. Because tonight, we celebrate and we affirm our belief in that resurrection, in that moment when Jesus triumphs over death. And we see the effect that it had. This gospel from the Gospel of Luke is one of my favorites because of where it situates the resurrection moment. It situates the resurrection right at daybreak, on the first day of the week. As something new was happening, we see the resurrection. I believe that's something we have to pay attention to because it's very symbolic that as this happens at daybreak, something new is starting, something new perhaps beyond our ancestors' wildest imaginations. As that dawn broke, as we went from darkness into light, everything made sense. Everything was revealed. Something new was starting there. The world was being recreated with a new hope. So what should our response be to that hope? How should this night that is different from every other night affect the under other 364 days of the year? In the Passover ceremony, they recall the Mishmirah, the song of Miriam, which I have been playing in the friary incessantly for the last two days since I found it on Amazon Music. And the version that I like is rather upbeat, with a very quick-moving tempo. 
that you can't help but start to move and get into the music. And the whole thrust of the song is the joy that the Israelites experienced led them to a ridiculous amount of dancing and celebration. That the miracle they had witnessed when God brought them into the promised land required them to dance all night. And she says that, we've just seen a miracle and we will dance all night. When is the last time you danced all night? Anybody? I usually conk out at about 11.45 if I'm lucky. But that image, perhaps, of dancing all night, maybe that is the image we need to give meaning not just to this night, but to every day of our lives. I'm always conscious of the fact when I'm preaching here at Assumption that we have a multitude of generations here from the very young to the very seasoned Catholic on the other end, some having lived from nine or 10 popes at this point. And I have two examples that I think illustrate this. The first, for the more seasoned Catholic, comes from the great Audrey Hepburn, and not necessarily in her role as Sister Mary Luke, but rather in her role as Eliza Doolittle. After she returns from the ball, her and Rex Harrison sing this duet that she tells him and he tells her, I could have danced all night. I could have danced all night. And it goes on and on, probably for about seven minutes. That they're so filled with happiness that everything they had worked toward had come to fruition that they could dance all night. They could forget all the cares of the world and be in that moment of sheer joy that night. For the younger group among us, let's take a trip down memory lane to the last 10 years of the band One Direction. I won't ask who actually owned any of their albums because that would be very embarrassing for all of us, but they had a similar song. Do you remember it? And we danced all night to the best song ever. Okay. It was a big hit, trust me. It was amazing, it changed my life. <laughs> Equally, that song is very fitting for this night. That tonight, different from all the rest, we did dance all night to the best song ever. But it wasn't something that we heard just static from a CD or a record or from YouTube but rather it's a song that we are encouraged, that we are propelled into participate in. The song of tonight, that song of hope and that song of resurrection is one that we are called to sing and to dance to all night, every night, to bring that song of hope to a world in darkness. Yesterday, when we celebrated Good Friday, we recalled the darkness of our world, the darkest parts of humanity. Tonight, we see both symbolically and literally 
that that darkness is overcome. That darkness does not have to exist because we have a song of hope, a song of joy, and a song of light. It is our job, it is our responsibility, it is our mission from God as disciples of Jesus Christ to bring that song to the world. Whether we sing on key or slightly off key, <clears throat> maybe not in the right tempo or time, we are still called to never stop singing that song, to never stop dancing all night long in the joy that makes this night different from every other night. In you are every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Hi friends, it's Adam from Assumption Church. If you like our weekly podcast, I want to invite you to check out Assumption Today, our daily podcast with Friar Robert that's based on the readings and the feasts and celebrations of the church. Episodes are never longer than three minutes and it's a great way to start your day or to wind down in the evening. You can listen by going to anchor.fm slash assumption today or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also add it to your Alexa smart speaker by saying Alexa, Open Assumption today.